0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show we're talking about a proverb you've probably heard your parents or maybe your grandparents say. There's several different versions of it, but it goes something like this They'll only help you if you don't need it. Strangely, banks have more cash on hand than ever. Consumers have been using stimulus checks to pay down credit card balances. The new loans from the small business administration, they disappear from the bank balance sheets once they're forgiven. Residential mortgages that have been written in the past year, a record year for originations and refinance activity, are usually securitized and sold into the secondary bond market. They disappear from the bank's balance sheet as well. Businesses are not borrowing to expand. They're accessing lines of credit to hang on, but they're not really investing for growth. As many as 8% of homeowners in the United States have accessed some form of forbearance agreement with their lender on their residential property. A forbearance agreement is when the lender says, "Okay, I can see you're having temporary financial trouble. Let's postpone a portion of your loan payments. Maybe you only have to pay the interest payment and can defer the principal portion for, let's say, six months, and then we'll add another six months on to the end of the loan. That would be an example of a forbearance agreement. Today, less than 5% of the homes in the country are still in a forbearance agreement. Many have managed to exit forbearance. The banks are encouraged to extend these types of terms to borrowers, and at the same time, the federal government has issued a moratorium on foreclosures in addition to the moratorium on evictions that protects tenants from eviction during the pandemic. Those forbearance agreements have a term of 12 months, and over the coming 90 days, many of those forbearance agreements are coming to an end. So the question is, what happens at the end of a 12-month term? There's still a moratorium on foreclosures. The foreclosure process is not fast at all. But it's still not clear what will happen to those millions of homes. Will the lender extend the forbearance agreement further? Will the lender modify the loan and extend the term of the loan or lower the interest rate? Or will the lender move to put those loans in default? Turns out that in order for a lender to approve the modification, they need to re-underwrite the loan. And if you don't have a steady income stream, you won't qualify. If you're receiving an unemployment check and you're going to have trouble making the payments on your home loan you won't qualify for a loan modification. They don't consider an employment check as a replacement for employment income. In short, in order to get the help, you have to make sure that you don't need the help. Now, the contradiction in terms should not be lost on you. About a quarter of the forbearance agreements in existence will expire in the next six weeks. The lockdowns, the financial assistance from the government, the freeze on evictions, all have contributed to help keeping businesses afloat, to keep people employed where possible. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, the permanent economic damage is starting to appear in a big way. I'm seeing firsthand businesses closing down. I'm seeing these business assets being sold. I'm now seeing asset sales from businesses crossing my desk about once a week. My team is conducting due diligence on multiple businesses right now as we speak. I speak regularly with a specialist in asset disposal. These are the folks that will come into a business or a restaurant that's closing and remove all the equipment carted away to a warehouse to be sold at auction. They're running out of warehouse space. They're busier than they've ever been. I've seen businesses that provide private swimming lessons being forced to close permanently. I've seen gyms close. I've seen businesses that provide practice facilities for hockey players close. I'm seeing business after business after business closing. They'll fall through the cracks of the safety net. There are those with compromised health situations who were not willing to work in dangerous frontline settings due to the pandemic so they voluntarily resigned from their job making them ineligible for some unemployment benefits there's millions of independent self-employed contractors who are not officially employees they're too small to be businesses and they don't fit the classification of an employee either About three-quarters of the loans in forbearance are insured loans that have some form of government backing. The handling of those loans is subject to the government rules set by the insurer and ultimately the federal government. Lenders are supposed to work with borrowers when the forbearance plans expire, and there are rules to constrain them from making borrowers pay back all their mispayments all at once, that is, if the loan is government-backed. Lenders can offer modifications at lower interest rates, but the borrowers need to qualify for the loan modification. So the impending crisis of foreclosures on the scale of 2008 seems to be a distance away. Governments are trying hard to prevent the carnage in the housing market that was experienced following the 2008 financial crisis. All we can say right now is that government's going to continue to shovel cash into the system and where this cash will ultimately end up, it's hard to tell. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.